some morning, folks. This is Jay Jameson with Her Story Podcast. Her is an acronym for heroic, empowering, and resilient. And this is a self-improvement, self-acceptance, and women empowerment podcast. My main purpose is to encourage, empower, and motivate all women by highlighting their personal stories of triumph over adversity. Each of us has a story. Maybe it's an illness, a financial burden, or a dead-end job. In general, unforeseen circumstances can make you feel isolated or alone. But when you feel like you have hit rock bottom, it doesn't mean that it is the end of your story. It is within the darkest nights we produce the brightest stars. There are women out there who have gone through the very same barriers you are facing today, but they didn't give up. In fact, They use their difficulties to move them into strong and resilient women. And if they can break through their hardships, so can you. Because you are her. Heroic, empowering, and resilient. Welcome. Good morning, good people. I am super excited just to be here and talking and... um, hopefully capturing um, old listeners and new listeners because it has been a minute. And uh, with that being said within itself, I do apologize because I've been on the road. I've been traveling throughout the country, making these coins, engaging with different people, doing good work. But um, I have to remember my baby and my project. And that is her story. Um, so it's Wednesday. It's midweek motivation. I am super excited. I am full of energy. I am blessed. I am alive. And, um, I want to share that good vibes and that good energy with my listeners as well. So typically on Wednesday, if I am not featuring a guest, I have, um, midweek motivation and words of affirmation, right? So I'm excited to give you some uh, good energy and some good words of affirmation. I wanted to uh, dibby back on a live feed that I did with a former podcast guest, uh, Queen. She referred um, to difficult topics that uh, we as women sometimes we don't really want to discuss and that's typically within the black community or just amongst you know women of color and uh, that was just the stigma of of weight gain and waste weight loss and depression and um, the the view of you know just societal norms and the pressures of beauty that we face on a daily basis and our Instagram live was so dope, y'all. And something happened where when she tried to save it, she was not able to repost it. So it was missed. And so I kind of just want to do a recap of that. And um, Queen had shared her story about a month or so back. So at that Instagram live was basically my time to share some of my story of the difficulties that I had with acceptance of the way that I look and um, my, my body type and uh, weight loss and weight gain and all that difficult stuff that we as young women that we face on a daily basis. And um, so I went into um, detail of my my weight loss journey, I will say that um, 
just to be very transparent with folks. Uh, sometimes I briefly refer to it, but basically I am a survivor and I am a conqueror basically because I did beat, uh, bulimia and, um, you know, it was, it was a, a rough road. It, it was very tough and it was, um, very difficult for me to just accept who I was. And, um, so basically I went through that journey of me not eating and excuse me, not bulimia, anorexia, that there is a difference. Um, so I, I went through a, a very tough road of accepting who I was at a very young, young age. And I always like to start off with this story because I say that I have, you know, the best parents and they are awesome. My parents are my number one supporters, even to this day and me being almost 30 years old. And if it wasn't for the close relationship that I had with them, especially with my um, mommy dearest, I love my mother, love my father as well. But if it wasn't for that close relationship with them, I wouldn't have been able to be so transparent and open and share my story and receive their help as well. But basically I, I shared the story of me being seven years old and being very insecure with my body type, right? Because even at a young age, the influence in the words of children can be very painful. So growing up, I was always reminded that, you know, um, you know, I had big calves or, uh, big teeth and acne and a big nose and nappy hair, like all those type of things that you think don't really matter to you, but they really do stick with you. And so I went through a period where I was not eating at all. You know, uh, it's very easy for a child, seven, eight, nine years old. And I mentioned those three a three ages because that was during the time frame that it actually happened where, you know, you, you play with your food or I have enough. And, you know, there's ways of getting around it and you not eating. But to uh, make a long story short, I basically went through a time period where I was not eating at all. I was excessively exercising. Uh, I would wake up at 5, 5.30 in the morning and participate in Denise Austin and Billy Blank workouts. Um, I would not be eating. Instead, I would do liquid diets and binge diets even at that young of an age and just watch the Food Network and watch the the different recipes and the foods and then convince myself that I had eaten that food and drank, you know, the Gatorade or the water or the liquid to fill up my stomach. And then I would focus on each summer to get a six pack. You know, my goal was not to interact with other kids. I was the only child. I listened to Michael Jackson all day. So I wasn't really worried about, you know, oh, sun, you know, summer's out, time for me to play and have fun. No, I was concerned about my body uh, image. I was concerned because I was always told that I had big legs and me going to a predominantly white school, you know, um, being skinny was the thing. So although my mom would tell me, girl, you know, you, you're going to be fine. Da, 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 da. It didn't really matter to me at that point because, of course, you don't want to be ostracized or left out. and You want to fit in with other folks and their body type and things like that. So that was my own personal battle of um, dealing with that. 
even to the point where when it was time for lunch, I would always go to the bathroom, not go to the bathroom to make myself throw up, but just go to the bathroom just to be absent because I didn't want to eat the food. I didn't want to be around anyone. And I was basically, you know, starving myself. And I will say even at a young age, I was constantly uh, in and out the hospital and emergency room, always sick, always had some type of virus. And, you know, I'm sure it was a reflection of my eating habits and maybe me being even malnourished and just not getting the right nutrients and vitamins because I wasn't eating like I was supposed to, because I was over-exercising at a young age. And, um, if it was not for my teachers being very transparent and having that conversation with my parents, and if it was not for my mother who gave me those words of affirmations when I would cry and say that, you know, I hated my skin or I hated my nose or I hated my teeth and just, you know, just the bad uh, remarks and the smirks from your, your peers when they would say certain things about my body image and my face and all of that stuff. Uh, if it was not for my mom who always told me that I was beautiful, that nothing, that nothing that God created was ugly, that I was very pretty and that I'm going to be Beyonce fine when I get older and um, Jennifer Lopez fine when I get older. If it wasn't for these little simple things that um, when I have encouraged me, when I got older, um, you know, I, I think I would have went down just a, a different path or a different spiral and not knowing what would have happened or would have, would have even evolved with my eating habits. So I, I talked about that and just to say that I was grateful of my mom, but also the encouragement of the words of affirmation. And as we further discuss. Huey actually described me as the affirmation queen. I was like, yes, yes, yes. I love that because the power of the tongue, the power of the mind and those affirmations are very important. I stress that every time when I do my midweek motivations, I stress that every time when I often, I speak at different women empowerment events and things of that nature. And I always stress the importance of affirmations and you believing within yourself. And when you embrace yourself, then you will gain that confidence. So that conversation transpired or transformed to the importance of words of affirmation, but also believing in yourself and loving yourself. And once you have acquired that, and that's basically nothing that you can't do or that you can't accomplish, but you have to really believe in that. You have to believe in those thoughts. You have to believe in those words. You can't just write certain things down and think they're actually going to come to a reality if you're not really believing those things. So um, another point about that was it's important to have a healthy environment in those within your circle, different family, different friends who are going to encourage and empower and motivate you. And also just uh, reinstate the, the power of those affirmations. So as we went to the ending of that Instagram live, she asked if there was one thing that I could give to someone, just some type of advice to someone who was battling their, um, you know, their own personal battles or self-image and self-reflection. What were those words of affirmation that I would give them? And I told her that I would give them these words, I can. And it's so simple, but we often ignore it. I can. 
you have to believe that you can do anything that you really do set your mind to. And I know those words, it's so cliche. You know, I, I know I can, you know, um, and I also mentioned that my foundation and I always will revert to my religion and my foundation and my upbringing. Even when I was in any money spiritual dancer, Miss Eva Jackson, rest in heaven. Miss Eva, before we would begin any type of performance or practice, we would always say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me 4 to 13, Philippians 4 to 13. And even as I am um, an adult now, I always revert back to that. Me believing and knowing who I am, who made me, who I came from, and who is within me. And it's really and truly the God in me that I believe in that I can do and accomplish all things. And sometimes it's just those simple words that I can, that it can encourage you and push you and move you to complete with any task or anything that you may have to do. But we have to remain consistent in believing. We have to remain consistent in determination. We have to remain consistent in habits and in certain patterns. Because if we don't, then sometimes we can be our own biggest critic and beat our own selves up. And I wanted to share a story of just the other day. I I beat myself up that day. I was just tired. I felt like I couldn't even get through the day. And um, I was overwhelmed just with thoughts, consumed with thoughts, not even really action. But when I took the time and I sat in my car, I was just like, Janae, you got this. You can do it. You have to do it. You don't have a choice but not to do it. You can. So when you put those words in your head, when you focus on those affirmations and you believe it, Things will become a reality if you really want to see it, right? We have to believe too that we control our life and our destiny. We honestly do. Now, of course, you know, our, our father and, you know, God has our, our hand and he holds our hand through these situations. But what I'm saying is if you can't even believe that, if you don't grasp that concept, if you don't believe that it's your thoughts and it's your prayers that are going to deliver you through certain situations, I don't care if you call it prayer. I don't care if you call it meditation, um, whatever, the universe, whatever you want to call it. If you do not grasp that concept of putting positive thoughts and things into the universe and into the atmosphere and that those things are going to ultimately be attracted back to you, you will not be able to see uh, different results and things prosper into a reality. So my words of affirmation to you today on this magnificent midweek motivation is two simple words. I can. So I encourage you today that whatever you have set before you today, rather task big or small, rather it's something that you can't even really see um, because it's so far away, get can't out of your vocabulary and grasp and hold on tight can and make it a reality. And I hope these words encourage, empower, and motivate you in some way today. This is my midweek motivation. It's super sweet. It's super short, but it's really powerful. So I hope you hold on to that. 
So, you know, I I don't have any ads on her story podcast. So I encourage you to tell a friend to tell a friend. If you have been uplifted or empowered or encouraged in some way, please share. I am on Apple Podcasts. I'm on Google Play. And of course, I'm on SoundCloud. You can also follow me on Instagram at herstory underscore podcast. Um, if you search for me on Apple Podcasts or Google Play, please remember when you are searching her story to also type in Jade, letter J, Jameson, J-A-M-I-S-O-N. I am also on Facebook at Her Story Podcast. So I hope that you have a wonderful week, wonderful remainder of the week. We have some good guests that are um, going to be featured in our July episodes and major shout out to Her Story podcast. This will mark one year that I've been recording and we have had so many powerful women, so many powerful stories, so many powerful words of affirmation. I'm super grateful. I am lifted. I am um, thankful that God has created me with the, the gift to be innovative and creative and just the opportunity that I have provided to other women to speak on this platform and to share their story and the collectivity that is needed amongst women of color to create the shared network amongst each other and sharing our story. So super excited. Um, again, power powerhouses that will be featured in the month of July and I'm also working on something big in celebration of our um, one year for her story. So that will uh, be something that will happen later on this fall. But once again, this is Jay Jameson with Her Story Podcast. And we are out. Mm-hmm.